Welcome to the Tax Sell Podcast, where tax sell investing is made easy. My name is Casey Denman. I'm a tax sell veteran. I'm the leading tax sell expert. I'm the author of the Tax Sell Playbook, founder of the Tax Sell Academy, and I am your host right here on the Tax Sell Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me on today's podcast episode. As a reminder, we don't charge a listening fee or membership fee or anything like that for these podcasts. It's a completely free podcast, and it's brought to you through and because of the Tax Sell Academy. So if you're looking to learn more about investing in tax defaulted real estate, make sure you check us out at taxsellacademy.com. All right, today I've got an episode that should excite a lot of listeners. Today we'll be talking about starting with $1,000 or less as a tax sell investor. Now, as I've discussed in previous episodes on this podcast and over on YouTube, most people out there should be able to come up with at least $1,000, even if it's borrowed from friends, family, Visa, or MasterCard. So what gives? Is it even possible? Can you actually invest in real estate for $1,000 or less? The answer is yes, absolutely. I've done it many, many times. I've purchased countless tax liens under $1,000, but I've also purchased a number of tax deed properties for less than $1,000, and in some cases, substantially less than $1,000. These include vacant acreage parcels, lots, houses, even commercial structures. I actually tell a story about the best day of my tax sale life on this podcast. If you search way back and listen to episode number 10, and I go in detail about a phenomenal day that I had where I think everything I purchased was less than $100. And then if you go over to my YouTube channel, some of my most popular videos involve some incredibly cheap real estate. The $20 house, the one cent real estate deal, and a number of others. Most of these show examples, deeds, and numbers for those of you that are curious. The point is that cheap real estate absolutely 100% exists out there. So from that perspective, it definitely is possible because I've done it many, many times as have a number of the Taxel Academy members. Now, before I get into some tactics, I do need to discuss a few things with you. Your goal should not be to always limit yourself to having just $1,000 to invest. In other words, if you turn that $1,000 into $1,500, you don't need to go out and spend that extra $500 that you made. Instead, roll that $1,000 over and over and over, or whatever you're starting with, keep rolling it over until you eventually build up more capital to propel your business to the next level. The more capital you have, the more options you have. It's plain and simple. So keep that in the back of your mind. And secondly, and perhaps more importantly, what I'm about to discuss comes with the assumption that you know what you are doing as a tax sell investor. Before you invest any amount of money, whether it's $100 or $100,000, you must know what you're doing. This is the most often overlooked aspect of this business and coincidentally is the very thing that ends up putting the most people out of this business. The cheaper the property, the higher the likelihood it has an issue of some sort. Think maybe like a two foot wide easement, right? Therefore, you must be well educated prior to buying anything as a tax sale investor, especially the cheapest tax sale properties that exist. All right, so if you have limited funds, here are a few of the strategies that I suggest for you. Number one, focus on low tax rate areas. These are typically gonna be in the smaller, more rural markets. 
Most opening bids are going to start at the amount of back due taxes, interest, and fees owed on that property. In some areas, especially in larger cities, those fees, those taxes, that interest can total well into the tens of thousands of dollars, even from the most basic properties. So in other words, where the tax rates are extremely low, that total, that opening bid is also going to be extremely low. So find the area with the lowest tax rates, which is usually the areas that don't have all the amenities and all the taxes you have to pay for this and that. It's gonna be the very basic stuff in smaller, more rural markets. Secondly, focus on vacant land, specifically lots. These are obviously gonna be the cheapest options, but they'll also have the lowest holding cost and ongoing maintenance requirements. Well, it's very possible to get a cheap house you still need to have the funds to maintain that house or deal with any emergency or code required issues. Vacant lots often come with a lower level of competition, they're cheaper, and they have fewer holding costs, issues, and maintenance requirements. So keep that in mind. The next one, find areas with nominal or no reserve auctions. Now a few states offer these, although they might be referred to with a variety of different names. Sometimes these are available when the property went through an initial auction and went unsold. It did not get a single bid. These are very similar to OTC properties, which we'll be discussing next. But these are gonna be offered in states where the county have the discretion or the requirement to reduce the prices after the properties went unsold. Do your research to find the states that fit you best when it comes to this type of approach. The next one, are the OTC properties. This stands for over-the-counter. Make sure you consider the OTC list. They're over-the-counter properties that went unsold at an auction. So they were offered at a tax sale with a minimum bid. Nobody placed a bid on those properties, so they get moved on to the over-the-counter list, essentially where you walk in, you buy the property, and you walk out as the owner. These are often the cheapest properties that you're gonna be able to buy, but they'll also have the highest percentage of issues. I have an entire class on buying over-the-counter properties inside the Taxel Academy, so it's impossible for me to sum this up in just a few sentences. But in short, it's worth considering OTC properties if you're a capable and knowledgeable investor when it comes to performing thorough and accurate due diligence. The next one, plan on going to multiple areas. And when I use the word multiple, I'm not talking about two or three, I'm talking about perhaps dozens of different areas and this in and of itself requires a unique set of skills as you can't just bounce from one area to the next without doing proper research about the area that you'll be investing in but unless you stumble across a sweet spot you will likely not be able to just go to the same area over and over and over again snagging all the cheap properties more often than not they're going to be spread out across a number of different markets and perhaps even a number of different states so make sure you go to multiple areas. Next one, plan on many, many auctions. These examples that I went over at the beginning of this podcast came after I was well into a decade of my tax sale career. And after I had attended literally hundreds of auctions, the more auctions you go to, the better. Plain and simple. Next one, be patient. Again, Patience is such a virtue in this business. I cannot begin to tell you just how important it is, especially when you're starting with a small budget. Unfortunately, this is not a get-rich-quick business. 
odds are you're not going to turn that $1,000 into $10,000 by the end of the month. It just doesn't happen like that for most people. Instead, you must wait for the right opportunity. When that opportunity comes, by all means, pounce on it. But don't force an investment just because you think you should be investing right now. Wait for the correct opportunity. And it's so, so important, especially when you start out with a small budget because your error of margin is much, much smaller. Next one have a plan. Buying cheap real estate is fantastic, but what happens next? How will you sell it? How will you make money off of it? Develop some sort of strategy ahead of time. A $500 vacant lot that you sell for $1,000, that's a pretty dang good return, right? You're doubling your money. But if you think you're gonna be able to clear the title and sell it with a realtor, you're sadly mistaken and you're gonna end up in the red with that approach. Very expensive and very cheap real estate often require the most outside of the box marketing methods. So be prepared to take a completely different angle than what you might have thought for conventional higher priced real estate. Next one, if you're a tax deed investor, consider investing in tax liens. These are much more easily obtainable for less than $1,000. Now, a lien itself and their return that is worth less than $1,000 means you're not gonna make a whole lot of money, but it could be a place to start. Another option is to buy and resell tax liens. Again, this takes an out-of-the-box approach and much more effort, but it is a way to start rolling that investment over time and time again. And lastly here, you must really try to avoid getting tunnel vision while chasing the cheapest tax sale properties that are out there because so many of those properties are going to have bright red flags saying you should not buy me. I've always said that tax sale properties have a much higher concentration of issues when you compare those properties to your typical sampling of real estate that's out there. Now, when you compare the cheapest tax sale properties to the rest of the tax sale properties, there's an even higher concentration of properties that have issues when you're looking at those cheap tax sale properties. So you must really perform proper and thorough due diligence. And don't just think that because it's cheap, you only stand to lose what you have invested. That $300 house that had burned to the ground now might also come with a $10,000 cleanup bill from the city made out to you personally. So be careful there. Don't miss the red flags. Hopefully this episode has helped you get a better idea of some of the strategies you can use when you're starting with $1,000 or less as a tax sale investor. A quick rundown. Focus on low tax rate areas. Rural areas are fantastic. Vacant lots I highly recommend. Search for those areas with no reserve or nominal opening bids. Check out the OTC list. Go to lots and lots and lots of auctions. Develop a plan for what you're going to do with those properties. Have patience. Consider tax liens or flipping tax liens. And finally, do not overlook the red flags regardless of the price you'll be paying. That's all I've got for you today. I truly hope that you've enjoyed this episode of the Tax Sell Podcast. If you did, please do me a huge favor and leave a positive review on whatever podcasting platform you're listening to us on today. This podcast is free. There's no listing or membership fee. We don't have outside ads or anything like that, but your reviews really help us out 
and they might even start to pay it forward to somebody else who learns about this business simply because you took the time to tap that five-star review or leave some positive feedback. And as always, if we can be of any additional help, be sure to check out our website at taxcellacademy.com. Hey, take care, folks, and make it a successful day. We'll see you next time right here on the Tax Cell Podcast. Bye-bye.